for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Coming from the goalkeepers, Bendik on one side, Andrew Tarbell on the other, and it is game on in Orlando. The Lions attacking right to left. Aguita, of course, one to watch here tonight as he did so well in Philadelphia. On the right side, here's Mueller. Mueller will shoot, he will score! Cash Mueller! Orlando City leads 1 What's happening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Jason, JJ, Jose, along with Alex the Swag. What's happening, my man? What's up? Can we just have this uh, background music going the whole the whole cast here? Oh, yeah. Got a little bump. It's Swag, <laughs> and with the little Wu-Tang in there. Eddie the Commission, what's happening, man? I'm doing great. Happy. Back to back to back. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Back it up. And then, of course, we got our man. He is back. What's his name? It's Cleon. It's not Miguel. Back it's from Bermuda. Hey, I'm man. back, back, back. All these wins. I'm loving it. Goals, goals, goals on goals. That's all I wanted. Week, we're shipping him back. To yeah, we're Bermuda. shipping him back to you to Bermuda because <laughs> that's when Orlando City wins. No, that's not true. I was here for the yes, first one. Yes, you were. You were there. I was here for the first one and the last one. Oh, okay, yeah. so if they win one and don't repeat, then you go back. <laughs> the dollar bills, cash, cash, cash. Cash Mueller, Little Ronaldo. All right, we want to thank our uh, sponsors, definitely Casey Sports Bar right here in the Winnixie Shopping Center in Heathrow. And we got Field Turf USA, uh, great sponsors. We've been watching Champions League. You've been seeing some of their pitches. And we're glad to have them on board with us too. All right, so let's talk about our – Fourth consecutive win. Uh, definitely. Um, I want thoughts and reactions. What did you guys think of the game? What? Uh, how did you guys think the first half went? How did you guys think the second half went? I think it was two opposite halves, if you ask me. First half was great by Orlando. Second half, we had no offense. Um, that's my opinion. Alex, what did you think of the game? I thought we were closer to putting it all together for 90 minutes. Uh, it looks like, I mean, it felt like 75 minutes of really solid work out there by the boys. But I uh, just couldn't hold it together. Two set pieces gave it up. Um, made it interesting at the end. But, you know, when, when 34 games are said and done, we're not going to remember how we got the three points. We're just going to remember that we got three points. So that's that's all that matters. We'll take the three to two. would have been nice to have the three zero, but. You give up two set piece goals. There's something to work on. Cleon, what did what'd you think? Hey, I got I got no problems winning games. Three to two, four to two, five to three, five to four is all three points. 
Yep, ninety nine and ninety eight. And, and we way. predicted three to one. <laughs> Who was the predictor of three to one here? That was uh, Ryder, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Alex. I think I yeah, said yeah. clean sheet, which which would have been right if we could defend set pieces, you know. <laughs> so I yeah, with that we'll I'll bring that back up when we do our predictions because I think I'm jinxing some stuff here, but I'm happy about the win, man. I thought uh, for a bit there, we were just totally dominant. I'm like, well, that counterattack um, we had going was was amazing, and Yoshi's range of passing, so many great things we saw from the team. Just excited. I think this was more of a comprehensive performance, like Alex said, than the Philly one was, especially attacking wise, especially that first half. I thought we came out. We came out great. I'm excited, man. The the the, the stadium was pumped. I'm pumped. Back to back to back. And to it back. was a sellout. It was a sellout crowd. Yeah. They announced the, the, the wall sellout. there for a bit was like I don't never seen him that crazy. That was awesome. I mean, four wins in a row. That's great for Orlando City. We're gonna go for our fifth uh, in Colorado this weekend. Um, what did you guys think about Mueller? Is this? I mean, did he just take Jose Coleman's spot? In uh, in the starting eleven, been saying it since we were starting him at striker that he's not a striker; he's a winger. So uh, it's no shocker to me. I mean, he put up unbelievable numbers, and I know he's playing, you know, NCAA in Wisconsin, but he's playing at one of the, you know, he's he's playing good competition there. So uh, he was put he put up great numbers last year. I didn't expect him to step right in, but we saw similar things happen with Kyle Aaron right out of college, out of UConn, you know, in his very first year. Uh, putting up numbers when you give him an opportunity, you know, if he's probably gonna gonna start working out. Him and Dom Dwyer have been um, fantastic together. You can tell the chemistry link as soon as they're on the field together. Uh, so I expect I expect Mueller to continue to start as long as we're picking up three points. I definitely expect him to to continue to start. I think Coleman may be more of a one or two year down the road type of guy. Cleon, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Mueller ain't coming out until until. His play goes down, or somebody just starts playing that much higher, man. Um, it's it's not a problem, like everybody said from the beginning. I mean, Coleman, he's nineteen. Mueller, I mean, what Mueller's even got three years on him? Yeah, I think he's twenty-two. As young as he is, at least. he's got three years on him. So, I mean, um, and on the other side of that coin, I mean, if he keeps playing like that, he could be in and out of this league really fast, just like uh, Jack Harrison. And that's what I said last week, you know. I think, you know, he continues playing the way he is. I mean, the little Ronaldo is going to be going to Europe sometime. He'll be talking. I mean, if he puts up a few more goals and assists, you're talking immediate consideration in the U.S. men's national team, especially in the purgatory that they're in right now, you know, where they're trying to give guys opportunities. You're talking about a guy that really hasn't even been sniffed on about in that group, and he might jump right in there, so. Yeah, that's a good point. And then, uh, J.J., your prediction of rookie of the year is looking really, really good. He's Spider-Man starting to get crush. national publicity. He was on the, the the first 11, you know, team of the week for MLS. I, I think Mueller, it, um, Christ has shown that if you're playing well and you're the hot hand, he'll play you. Yeah. And he did that. He surprised all of us by starting Pino again over Merrim this last match. So I don't think uh, Mueller's going anywhere. He doesn't deserve to be dropped. Coman's had some good moments, and uh, he, he has his role, and he's super young. He's much younger than Mueller. And uh, it's no, no big deal. We have a grueling schedule coming up, and we need to, we're going to need to rotate and whatnot. And then to tag on to the chemistry f- um, portion that Alex was talking about, you can see it with Dom. You can see the aggression that, that Dom has as, as he pushed it on to Mueller. Uh, he's just, I mean, that shot from was, was from a ridiculous angle. And Dwyer told him just to shoot when you're in the box. And um, 
we got like stuff um, from people who were in preseason, like Tom Traxer and stuff like that, um, people like that, who said that Mueller looked really good when Sasha was there. They were playing really well together, and Mueller has done better when he's playing his natural position out in the wing, and since Sasha has gotten there. In fact, there is a preseason like clip where Sasha says that there was um, Mueller pulls one back to Sasha running in the box, and Sasha's telling him, I'm coming, I'm coming. So that goal, that second goal, was something they kind of had worked on, and they built that chemistry through the through uh, the preseason. So I think that's great. Let's talk about Dom making his 100th goal uh, in his Orlando City uh, jersey. Um, I think there's more coming. Um, I think uh, the way he's I going. So. No, but, I, I mean, we predicted, what was it, 15, 15 going Yeah, well? yeah, we all were pretty I, high I think he, he might even yeah. break that, I yeah, mean, the way he's going. If, yeah, someone asked if he could be in consideration for the golden boot. I said, no, nah, he missed too many games. But what is his uh, – how many goals per game is he at now? 1.4 or something? He's got, what, five? Five goals, four five games. Yeah, 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 one point. Yeah. Yeah. So if he continues going, I mean, he's going to break that 15. Yeah. And Mueller's definitely going to break 10, 11, 12 yeah. the way he's going. What do you guys think about Dom's performance? Uh, so far in these, uh, you know, six, seven games that we've played. Dom, Dom's been a monster, man. Like, um, I was thinking coming in, like when we were losing Laren, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, we're just going to downgrade a little bit. Like, I, I never thought there was much separation between the two. But after watching him, man, this, I like, and I'm not saying just because he's he's the one still in purple, but I like watching I like watching Dom a lot better than than Laren, man. Like he's just his his he's just so damn forceful, you know what I mean? And he just makes stuff happen. He moves around. He's 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 just more determined, honestly. Like Kyle, he was just a big guy, you know what I mean? So a lot of his stuff you get it because I mean yeah he makes nice runs and stuff, and which which also Dom 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 does, but um. Laren, a lot of his stuff, he's just bigger than the other guy marketing. Um, it's, it's something that Dom does is create, you know, like that PK. He was the one that got yeah. the PK right there for yeah. us. Yeah, that uh, was a legit PK. I mean, he got, he got hacked. And, and I think he, he creates. He goes up. He gets the ball. He passes the ball. Something that Laren didn't do was no. pass the ball very well. No, and, no. and Dom knows how to pass, and he knows how to create. He's small. I guess it's the low gravity thing. But he's, he's strong. He's, as a he, he's strong, yeah, he too. He's, he's strong as booty a out too, man. He gets real low, drops it. You know, like offensive linemen. They, it's thighs and butt. That's what the offensive linemen, um, uh, anal, um, people who look for offensive linemen, they say they look at that, that bottom. They got a big butt, big thighs, and they could use leverage. And, and jokes aside, that's what Dom Dwyer does. You've seen him literally, like, leaning over on people. And then he's kind of dirty too, and it, it was just kind of great to see. He's like, definitely if, dirty. if you watch, if you watch the the Yoshi goal, he, that's a great hold up play by him, right? But as he passes it to Yoshi, he elbows a guy in the chest. Fantastic. Did you see the and one it, that it, the guy tried to? You know, he was on the ground and and he was trying to get Dom to pick him up, and Dom just goes like this to yeah, him, yeah, like yeah. waves his hand and just yeah. keeps walking, doesn't even. And the guy's like pissed off at him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he just he gets in people's heads, and I think that's why he's so beloved. It's just that he, he makes things happen. He creates, you know, he just he gives all this kind of energy, and it's it's contagious. Since he's come in, he's changed the team. Our goals, we're averaging a ton of goals with him in there. He's scored in every game. He's created um, so many goals, and he, he, he creates so much space for other people and so much havoc um, for the defense that he's been phenomenal. And obviously when I talked about I thought we overpaid, I just thought we didn't buy low when he was at a low point. I just thought he was a good player, and I still stand by that. We, we, we paid a ton for him when he wasn't playing that much or 
producing, but now it doesn't really matter as much because he's been so great. So I'm I'm more than happy with him. Dom's awesome, and I think 15 goals is is the low bar now. Alex, yeah, it's hard for me. I mean, I love Dom Dwyer, and it's uh, it just brings me back a little bit to the the Trinidad and Tobago U.S. Men National Team. It's like hard. It would. It's hard to imagine the the U.S. Men's National Team not pulling it out. What they the result they needed if if Dwyer would have been there, you know. Yeah. Uh, just the heart that he has and the passion that he shows and, and the grit to get results is second to none in the entire league. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main reasons as to why we, we bought him because the passion for the game, you could just tell that he has it. Um, I think he'll continue to score. I think he's, he's going to score a lot. Uh, I think he'll go ahead and give a lot of credit to the people behind him like Sasha and Justin and, and the guys in Yoshi and the guys that are uh, drilling in balls. And those people are... Those guys are, are well-deserved of all that credit because it's nice to have Dwyer there finishing, but with the combination of, it, of uh, you know, soccer minds and, and people that we have behind him, you know, he's got, he's got a, a good picking behind him. Yeah, what I like about Dom, too, he just he toes that line. He's right on the edge to getting carded, to, to just almost getting in a fight. And he's right on the edge from being off sides. I mean, super yeah, annoying. Always. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, that, that pass, that Yoshi, um, the, the Miram pass, He's right there, barely on side. The Philly goals, barely on side. You can't, you can't take your, your eyes off him for a second. He'll, he'll find some, one. yeah, the, the question one. He'll find some, some kind of space somewhere, and he's relentless. And I think some of it is because he's a smaller guy and he's been dismissed. He has just, just grit, and you have to find that extra level of just, just pure cojones, basically, to make things happen. And it, and it's awesome. You, go ahead. The thing I love about him is, and it's not a knock. It sounds bad, but he's 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 just greedy as hell. He's 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 selfish, not selfish to the point he won't pass you the ball, but he just wants to score goals. Yeah, like when he had his two goals, he wanted three. Yeah. When he had when he scored when he scored uh, he scored his hundredth, like he's not satisfied with that. Nope. Like he wants to score another one, and he just wants to score, score, score. And and in a position like that, I have absolutely no problem with. I mean, you have that's what you have to be. That's what you have to be. Yeah. All um, almost in any sport, like that's score, score, man. You got you got to be a little bit greedy, and and you just got to make it happen. And the thing that we're probably not used to seeing, really, I mean, Kyle Laren, he he had a couple of nice goals over his career with his right foot, but a lot of it was he would stress getting the ball on his left foot. I mean, uh, you saw Yoshi twice this weekend near the end of the second half, where. You know, the first time he had the opportunity to pass, tried to get it on his left foot, didn't do it. And then the second time he wanted to shoot, and he just literally could not even fathom the idea, I guess, to shoot with his right foot. He tried to get it back on his left foot. So, you know, in the MLS, you, you need people that can use both feet, left and right. And Dom's done it effectively both ways already this season. Yeah, and that was a knock on Dom before, that he never scored with his right foot. He's got three but, goals. But that one on Philly, that was beautiful yeah. with his right foot, yeah. And that that selfish nature that he's that Cleon's talking about, that that's gone on to to Mueller and, and Cleon and other and Alex and all of us have talked about how we needed goals and where were they going to come from? We didn't have scores. Now that Mueller's becoming that, and it's Dom who infected him. And like, man, forget it, just shoot and be aggressive. You see it on that goal against Portland. He falls down, comes back up. Sasha's right there, and he's like, I don't care. He just turns and scores. And then he had that one where he hit the low, just missed the post. Another one where he's taking on two people and he's just tunnel vision, just wants to score, and and I, I that's great. That's why he's so good. All right, let's talk a little bit about Justin Miram. Uh, unfortunately, he missed that PK, and I think uh, 
I don't think he's the one that's going to be taking PKs. I just think that they gave him that PK was for confidence because, you know, he's been uh, struggling trying to get something happening. Um, and he misses it. Uh, does did that... he miss it or did he get saved? Well, he, gets, he got saved. On, yeah, yeah. on Twitter especially. Yeah, that's uh, true. He got saved. It. He missed or whatever. He didn't make it in. Uh, yeah. Your confidence goes down again. You, it's a PK. You got to make those. You got to make those. And Cleon had a good point, and uh, I saw it also. The time the ref was—I mean, Miriam was looking at the referee. Are you going to blow the whistle? Are you going to blow it? Are you going to blow it? And he's just looking. And then the ref finally blows the whistle. And in my seats, in my seats, he's looking at that whole—that the whole time when he's about to kick it, where he was going to kick it. His eyes were looking right where he was going to kick the ball, and that's where he kicked it, and it got saved. As a PK taker, he should be looking all over that goal area so he can – but he, his eyes never – they just never left that where he went to go take it. So it might have been a bad PK, which people would say. Uh, what does he have to do to get his confidence up? I mean, two straight games on the bench, a PK missed. What do you guys think? Run. Ed. He's got to run. I think he's got to – I think he's he's trying to work too hard. I think he's trying to create too much. I think he's just got to be more free-flowing. He's got to just go with the pace of play. I mean, I, even when coming in the game on on Saturday, you saw him come in and just, you know, when Pino was in, we're just really, like you saw in Liverpool today, we're just ru- rushing it up the wings. We're trying to get balls in uh, or create counterattacks. And Miriam is just, he was just stagnant. He's just, you know, trying to create too much, trying to dribble too much, trying to, uh, do a little, you know, pass in between give and goes, and and really, I mean, that's nice if if you're technical and if you're informed. But when you're not informed, you're just really hoping for anything to go in. You're just hoping any, you're just in the, need to be in the right place at the right time, anything to go in. And I think he's trying to force it just a little too much at this point. Yeah, um, I liken it a lot to what happened with uh, Molino in our first our first year. He was the exact same way. Like he came in and he just he wanted to score so bad. That it was just after a while it was in his head. Um, I mean, eventually you just got to keep shooting, man. Like shoot or shoot. Yep. That's what they do. He's you got gotta, three assists. You, yeah, so you got to I mean. keep. You got to shoot. You got to. I actually disagree a little bit. I to me he seems hesitant. He seems hesitant to me. Like he's he's kind of making moves with the ball, but he's not necessarily going at the net. You know what I mean? He's just kind of going a little bit. He's he's not really. It seems like he's not going full speed to me. Um, that first game, that first game, he was like that in the first half. Then, you know, after the red card, then, well, second half, he, he looked a lot different. But we haven't seen that since. And he's 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 just looked really hesitant and, and like he's like he doesn't know what he wants to do with the ball. Outside of when you catch him on a break on, on a leak out or something like that, and he's, you know, he'll catch and he, he hits that assist. Um, he's done it, what, two, three times now? But, yeah, that's um, right. When he's found yeah. space and he's just like – you know, and he's not because when he stops and he's trying, like you say, he's hesitant. He's trying to force it, and he looks like it almost looks like he has too many options. You know, he's got. Does he want to go to question right there in, in the in the center of the pitch, or does he want to continue down the wing? Does he want to cross it right then? He's just overthinking it from step one. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and and if you look at the Philly, um, the the opener, he looked really good, but it wasn't in like the, it wasn't in our formation. It wasn't because we we're down a man, right? So he got the freedom to. To ball hog a little bit, create and do more stuff, right? And float everywhere. He's had trouble fitting within the system, and now we've changed it to a different one. So he he kind of 
mentioned it today. He's trying to just, uh, um, in an interview or I guess with Jordan Culver, how he stayed after practice to work on finishing with um, with Mueller and, and Pino, I think. And he talked about how he's trying to make sure he fits on the how he fits on the team, how he fits into shape and play the way that they want to. So seems to be mixed a little bit on on what is being asked of him, right? And that creates like that kind of paralysis or hesitation. And I think so. I think it's a matter of time until he gets more in the flow. And he he has had moments in the flow, it, as he came as he came in on the sub, as a sub like the Philly game where he should have had an assist, and then the the great assist that he he, he provided to to Dwyer. So. He's still producing. He's trying hard. He's definitely committed. It's just a matter of time. I'm not going to pick him as a goal this week because I keep <laughs> jinxing him. So, um, but I think I think he's, he's right there now. I want to ask you guys something in regards to him versus Pino. Um, so, I, to me, they offer a couple different things. So, what what do you think happens from now on? I think Miriam should should get to start. Pino started two in a row. Let's let's mix it up. It's on the road. Let's give him a little bit of a break. And I think Colorado is a little more hard to break down. Then um, it's it's you know that's just how they play. They don't they don't allow a lot of goals. They have only eight allowed and so far this season. So I think Miriam's creativity can be a little more useful than Pino's directness. Personally, um, so I think Miriam should come back in. What do you guys think? I think Pino's going to get to start again. Personally, I mean I, I don't I don't see Miriam getting getting to start until he gets out of this funk. Uh, one thing I was really I mean kind of disappointed in. I'm not a professional on body language whatsoever, but. Typically, when you see a guy get benched, get sat on the bench, it's specifically a guy that we paid a lot of money for and that we're paying a lot of money. He's one of the higher-paid players. And he gets benched two consecutive games. When you come off the bench and you're a sub, I want to see, you know, grit. I want to, like, Dom Dwyer, we were talking about Dom Dwyer, you know, I want to see that will. Even though we're up 3-0, I want to see you act like you want to make it 5-0. And when Miram came in, you could tell he just put so much pressure on himself that all he's thinking about is scoring goals. You know, he's not thinking about anything else. He he, he doesn't he didn't even it didn't even look like he he wanted to win his spot back when he came in. So I mean, for me, when you're if 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 he would have came in and would have actually looked like I knew he was going to miss a penalty just because when the moment that he stepped on the pitch, it didn't look like he he wanted to be on the pitch. When we were up three zero, he gets subbed in. Didn't look like he wanted to be there to begin. Well, I'm going to disagree so. a little bit. That assist was a couple minutes from when he got in the game. The assist was the assist was fantastic, but just the whole time. I mean, the whole even even during the assist, he just his body language was 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 subpar. It yeah. wasn't the Justin Mirren that that I've even seen in the first three or four games where he's he's rallying. You could tell that he's been rattled by being benched. So I think he needs. Yeah, to... I, I think he's thinking, but I I think people with certain personalities get get. I get kind of castigated for looking laid back or whatever. I don't think there's that much to it. Sometimes I'm a person that could be more laid back, and sometimes you're just thinking. You're not allowed, you know. You're not demonstrative and stuff like that. It doesn't mean he he cares. There's passion. I don't play into that as much. If Will Johnson runs around like a maniac, and sometimes he looks passionate, but what's the purpose behind it? If the guy looks a little bit more reserved and and is thinking it through and working through through, through things and making a great through ball like that. I don't care how he really looks. I'm not big on that. Everybody gets caught up on that with Laren, with Adrian Heath. And, and I know that's a big thing now because Jurgen Klopp's so popular, and that's what you see from Liverpool. But there's some managers who just don't look like they care, and then they're, they're better than Jurgen Klopp. They're better than – and there's players who look like that who are better than players who, who, who care. Well, I'm going to go back to your or question. Or look like they care. I'm going to go back to your question. I think uh, Miram's going to start. And, and it's not because he's playing better. I think it's time to rest Pino. I mean, he came from that injury. Uh, Pino deserves to be there. 
because like Alex said, body language and, you know, you don't have that confidence. If you don't have that confidence, why are you going to be on the pitch? You know, you're going to and bring down the team. And my thing is, is in that second half, that team did not play offense good enough. Okay, they got the goal. Yes, Marin gave the assist to Dom Dwyer. But what else was there? How many shots did we have in that second half? We didn't have it that many at all. I think but that goal was the only shot we is, had at Isn't goal. that the product of being up 3-0? Yeah, I was about to say the same. I think, I think they just they switched it up because they were up to they were. Because if goal. you ask me, 10 more minutes in that game, that would have been a tie game. I agree. It, you know, 10 more minutes of that game, Orlando would have came out with the tie. And if he makes a PK, it's I don't it's, care if it's, you're it's up over. 3 nothing. If he, if he makes a PK, it's over. I don't care if you're up 3 nothing, 4 nothing, 5 yeah. nothing. You continue to play. You don't park they, they the bus. They weren't. Don't you know. don't park the bus, I, 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 and, and then guess what happens? You, you score two goals. You yeah. score. Hold on. You score two goals. And now you're three two. Okay. Yeah. It happened in Portland when we came back on Portland. Mm-hmm. We came back. Portland thought they had the game won. Uh-huh. We had enough time to come back and win, and that was going to happen this weekend against San Jose. We were too comfortable uh, with that three nil lead. We missed the PK. They scored a goal. They scored another one. Ten more minutes, we would have tied. And who knows if there was more time, we could have probably lost the game. I don't know how these are connected. I don't. I. I don't know how. How his like, be, we're up, so I'm gonna just botch a PK. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm not and saying I, he's yeah, botching a no, PK. No, you're saying I'm like we're saying. we were comfortable. So I didn't say like, no, no, no. I didn't say just, we were comfortable. Not, I said we that we were. You literally said he was we, we were comfortable though. I mean, you can't argue the fact. Yeah, that but if why it, would you not make it four one? If it was a one one game. Miram's not taking that penalty. I don't no. care what his confidence exactly. is. So that is the definition of comfortable. We were comfortable on where we, we thought we were going to have this game But it doesn't won. mean he was comfortable. The team felt like we, we, can, we can survive this. Because you should. A team should think if you're up 3-0 or 3-1, you're going to survive. It was 3-1 they should. The they should think that. And the, both of those, those goals were set pieces. I don't know if that has to do with... With the the you know with some kind of comfort or whatnot, I I don't know. It's just it's an extrapolation that's too far for me. And our Portland goals were against, except for Mueller's, were against when the the, the 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 you know play of the game in the course of the action. So it doesn't it doesn't quite correlate to me like that. I don't get it, and I don't honestly think Miram. I just think he's just like that. It's just his personality. Some people culturally are different. I don't think one guy being. Ra 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 is is you know, not being ra ra is going to take the whole team down. What kind of mentally weak peons are there where one guy's like that and ten people just suck because one guy isn't ra 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 like Will Johnson? That that don't makes doesn't make I'm sense not to me. He's not ra ra ra, but he's <laughs> yeah, been, I'm just he's saying been, it brings the team it was, down. It was said an it brings obvious the whole team change down. in attitude at this last appearance than it was when he starts. It was an obvious change. If you couldn't see it, no, you're I thought blind. I thought I thought Dude. he looked like a days ago in the start against the Red Bulls. I I gotta agree. I think I've noticed he seems, he's just like that. He seems like he. Even in the starts, yeah. his body language seems the same to me. Thank like I, I've never, he hasn't seemed overly energetic. No, no, he's not the entire, energetic. The entire, he's not, no, but I mean, he is a leader. About, this is so even the way he plays. Yeah. Um, like even even when he was starting, it seems it doesn't seem any different to me, honestly. Yeah, and I'm in the minority of this, and I get junk from from Orlando fans all the time. I'm not the hard and hustle, whatever grit, mean face, you know, mean girl. I don't I don't really care about that. I think. That's way overplayed in this this fan base, and ninety percent of people are going to disagree with me. I think that's just his personality. I think he could score five goals, and he's not going to celebrate like Chris Mueller because just not how he is. And and Pino, he's offers some stuff. He's better at defense. He gets into the box right more, but he needs to stop falling so easily. 
And that pullback from Yoshi where he pushed, he was too too far behind Dom Dwyer. Pino had it and he fell down and missed it. Yep. He's he's had he hasn't he's been useful and resourceful. He's not really that demonstrative too. I'm not sure why he isn't getting any any junk for for just being kind of man most of the time. And uh, and he didn't uh, he didn't you know he he should have had a goal in that game. He really should have. Yeah, I think. Um, back to the question. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think Maram probably is going to start. Um, I don't know what it is. We seem to play better with Pino. He's not really doing anything to my untrained eye. Yeah, he, he's just keeping he's not, the shape better. I think. I think. Yeah, that's all he I does think it's. He I think he's moving. I think what it is is he's not directly doing anything himself. Yeah. I think he seems to be kind of doing the same thing Higuita has been doing since he got in. And he's just moving the ball really quickly. Yep. And I think with Merrill, it kind of sticks a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's and I what, think yeah, Merrill's Alexis it's, it's Sanchez, kind of, the ball just yeah, disappears. Yeah, it's, it's kind of disrupting. Yeah. So it's um, – so it, I, I guess it depends on what Christ – how Christ feels about that. Like if he feels the the ball's just moving better with Pino, maybe keep starting. Yeah, I, I think Pino gets more people in the box. He gets in the box more because he's a striker. That's his position. Um, so I think naturally he, he, he creates more bodies in the box like Christ wanted. And I think he probably provides more cover. Um, you see Marin cut him side more and be more creative, right? I don't think Pino makes that pass to Dwyer to make it 3 nothing. Pino doesn't, doesn't – that's not what he does. No. So he doesn't cut inside like that to get the ball. He, he, Marin went over to Yoshi to get the ball in the middle of the field of the pitch and then make that pass. So like we get two different things, which is what I think – well, I think Miram starts because I think we need that against Colorado. And Pino doesn't deserve to be benched. This is I agree with, but he 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 just came back from injury. He was gassed the last the previous match. He still was subbed on this one. It's a long trip, and he he needs a day off is fine. And I would like him to be the backup striker because Dom could use a little bit of a break too. Yeah, I don't really want Dom going a full ninety at, at Colorado. That's a, that's a tough match, and Dom's and I, and Mueller's going to start, so we need Dom we need Pino to yeah to Dom. Be there. You know Dom will play one hundred twenty minutes. If Dom he, he wants to continue to go, but. You can't score from the bench. It's a, uh, it's a long season, you know, out in Colorado. And that's uh, why we got the depth, guys. That's why we got that's, depth. That's why we have it. I mean, what a great argument to be having. I mean, Pino or Justin Miram. Mm-hmm. You're talking about an MLS best 11 guy last year mm-hmm. that's getting pushed for his starting spot. So yeah, that's what we want. It's right? a good argument to have. I mean, I like what Eddie says about Justin Miram coming in more, you know, uh, uh, you know, busting in off that left wing side. We seem to have way more success that way when he's trying to, to like as Eddie has said before in the past, when you're trying to uh, push it up the left hand side and just you know beam in cross after cross after cross after cross, that is not that's not successful for us. So uh, Miram, I think you know I think he'll get there. I, I'm not too worried about him. Um, I'd be almost wor- more worried if if everybody was in full stride 100 percent right now because that's. It's not sustainable for an entire season. So, I mean, if Miram picks it up around game 20, game 25, game 30, we're going to need him for we're gonna need 40 him, or 45 games. If, if we make that playoffs, playoffs, we're going to need him. We're going to need him. All right, guys, let's uh, move on a little bit. Yuri, he comes in for oh, 10 minutes. He looked great. He did. I, I didn't notice him that I much. I didn't, that, was he on the field? Yeah, he was. He no, was. I mean, which is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. it, Defensive mid, do you need to notice him or whatever? Yeah, really no, no. All you need to notice is is his vision. I mean, he picks up. He's picked. He's like Higita, but he picks his head up. 
it's a yeah. thing, and he yeah, can he, actually see a pass that's farther than ten yards away. Yeah, yeah. Gita knows his role. He he needs to he gets it he gets it out quickly. What was his passing stats like? Ninety ninety another ninety six percent. Yeah, like something out of fifty three. And his, he took he had two uh, successful take ons. They pressured him a couple times, and he came out really nice. I'm I was pretty really sure I rewatched that. the game. I'm pretty sure both of his bad passes. We're directly after both of his take ons that he had. That's true. He, he, he's like he's like <laughs> a, he, incomplete he's passes. like he's like a dog that finally caught, <laughs> caught caught the car. He doesn't know what to do when he got it. He did. <laughs> uh, other than that, he played a perfect game. But, it's going to be hard to take a guitar. No, um, yeah, yeah, guys. So what do you guys think? I mean, you saw Yuri is Igita. I mean, you know, uh, he to can't me it would be Igita. No Igita coming out. Yeah, Igita no can't way. Come that, would be, that would be crazy. There would be no way. Let him uh, come out again in the sixtieth, uh, seventieth minute, whatever. Yeah. But and then bring Yuri in. But Igita has to start for me. Yeah, he, he's he's been very impactful too. He's giving Yoshi the room to run. We talked about the how Yoshi got in the box if he uses right foot. I mean, that's I mean, Igita gives him that freedom. And he's not getting space. cards either. No Yoshi's yellow cards. Getting them. <laughs> uh, I rewatched the game and the, I watched it on the um, the other team their their commentary yeah. and the guy in like the third minute he's like Higita, he'll definitely get a yellow tonight. That's guaranteed. One thing guaranteed. And then I'm just like yeah, in your face. In, in your, your face. face. You didn't you didn't no yellow for Higita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yoshi's got like uh, Yoshi's Yoshi's he's, probably he's close on to a, on a yellow for or he's playing on a, a, a suspension at this point. One yellow away. Well, so. talking about Yoshi, let's hear what Chris Mueller had to say about Yoshi and his passing. Yeah, he's he's gets overlooked a lot. I feel like he's just unbelievable in the middle of the field. The balls that he's finding me on is just, it's next level. So um, my hat goes off to him. He, he had a great performance as well. And it makes it easy when you got guys like that giving you the ball. Have the two of you worked on those long balls uh, in training? Is that something that the two have spent time working <laughs> no, on? No, honestly, he just, he can hit them. <laughs> That's all it is, really. Can you talk a little bit about the, the last few minutes of the game? It seemed like San Jose was getting edging closer to leveling the game. Do you feel like it was just mostly uh, a loss of composure there or uh, I don't know if it's a loss of composure. It's two goals off of set pieces. Obviously, we're not happy about that. We work a lot on our set pieces and get, try to get our matchups right. So, um, disappointed with that, and we're going to get back to working on it next week for sure. All right, so Mueller talking about Yoshi and about the set pieces there. Guys, I want to know your studs and duds for this week. Let's start with Eddie. Okay, studs, Mueller, of course. I mean, amazing that that first goal, the angle, the touch. I mean, I was fantastic. The assists, unselfish. Um, remember, in college, he had 20 assists last year, and the man can pass the ball. Uh, he was great. Uh, Sasha's just beautiful to watch. I feel like I learned about more and more about the game just by watching his little subtle things. Dwyer's the man, and uh, Yoshi, love it, love it. Not just because my wife's Peruvian, um, but damn man, that that condor right there, he could pass. That was like a condor from like or direct flight from like Air Lima to Air USA. That pass was like 60 yards on a dime, and then the through ball, which was more impressive considering he should have used his right foot and he used his left foot. <laughs> so um, I think that they're great. The duds, um, just, I don't know, our set pieces. I don't know whose fault it was on both of those. Um, our big guys don't seem to be on the right people. I'm not sure. That'll be my duds. Whatever, whoever was a fault on the set piece. Other than that, I think everyone played pretty well. The outfield player, I think, probably had the worst match. Might have been Pino, just because Mueller and Dom were so good, and Yoshi and Nagita were so good. And that's probably about it. Alex? Uh, my stud and man of the match is, is Dom Dwyer. Um, rewatching the game, was he was way better rewatching the game. Um, from his goal that he had for Miram, 
to the people don't notice that the um, the second goal, the Sasha goal, that was all Dom Dwyer. Oh yeah, if, that, if Dom that Dwyer's hold up not play? there. Oh yeah, not, yeah. That, nobody. That, that goal's not happening. Period. Yeah. Uh, it goes. We make the pass from the clearance from El Munir, the box out to Dwyer. Yeah, Dwyer finds too, right? Yeah, crazy. A little, you know, half kick, a half uh, kick clearance, um, and Dwyer just bo- just boxes out the guy, just more physical, uh, passes the ability to find Yoshi, who then finds Mueller, who finds Kleshin. That's just great teamwork, mm-hmm. um, all contributed by Dom, uh, and then he drew the penalty. So for That's me, right, Dom yeah. Dwyer's got to be the man of the match again. Uh, for my duds, I'm not going to – I can't pick a dud. I mean, it was a great game. Obviously, whoever is in, c- in control of Seth P's defense, I guess that's my dud yeah. of the match. Same with Eddie. But, uh, I mean, we, we – we the only reason we're harping on Miriam is because we expect more of him. And, I, and he expects more of himself. Yeah, you know yeah. he does. Uh, and he we has believe three in assists. him too. All of us do, right? He has three assists, but he could easily have four goals and five assists right now in the uh-huh. MLS season already and be a, a top contender for – for you know, being the talk for MVP and, and the in, impact that he's making, so I think that you know, th- I love Justin Miram. He's one of my favorite players. I think he's going to turn it around. But you know, he 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 made that one pass to to Dom. But I think he we could have had more more happen if he had played a little bit better. But I don't think he's a dud in any sort of way. Clear. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Dom. Dom was definitely. That dude's a beast, man. I'm, I'm, he's he's a freaking beast. Scores when he wants. Yeah, man. Like I, I like I said before, I wasn't I wasn't around for all of the USL time stuff like that. I kept up with a little, but um, that dude's a freaking monster, man. Like I, I see why everybody's so in love with him. It's it's crazy. Like he 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 gets on the and I can see why everybody else hates him. Like we never hate him in Orlando, even when he was on Sporting. Because he never played against us, I don't think. Cause no, no, he, he did. All, no, he did against was Sporting. He got red carded. Mattel did the whole that he got hit in the face and and yeah. uh, and dove. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, and then he got red carded. He got red carded. And then the second. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I thought, ha ha, take that, Dwyer, because you're freaking annoying. You've been hitting our guys play. all day, and, and now I'm like, you know, that's just the way he plays. Yeah. It's just full, it's just soccer, yeah. and I love it. It's beautiful. No, but I see why like everyone freaking hates him if he's not on your team. But um, I have to go. I've been gone for a while, so I have to I have to go back on something. Oh, it's not really going back, but it's 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 <laughs> giving credit where it's due. We know what's coming. Yeah, we know. No, what's coming. Yeah. no, 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 no. It's about Sasha Kleshton. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh. He, got, he was scooting a Screw. little bit. Yeah. This dude, <laughs> the first back to best up. two back three to games, bus, bus the up. first two three games that he played, he was just walking around. He was doing this. I don't know if somebody got into his ass. I don't know what happened. But um, I, I don't know what okay. happened. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this Sorry, dude, kids. this dude is he's his his freaking work rate is gone sky high, like defensively. Yeah, his work rate has picked up so much, and it's it's been a huge difference, man. And and I'm I'm loving the pickup. You know, he's now. actually running. Um, I was talking to Eddie earlier. He was actually running towards the ball. You know, with some of those. <laughs> Passes. He was actually <laughs> running towards he the was ball. Running. He was doing oh, something that soccer players do. No, but he was actually <laughs> trying to run fast, even though he got beat. Yeah. You know, and he couldn't get to the ball. 
quick enough because his legs were too tired. I'll, I'll you know, no, I'll say did. it was his tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was actually, you know, he was actually playing and running and doing yeah. things, not walking like you would say. We did not acquire yeah. a question to play defense. No, yeah, no, but but look at his defensive stats recently. He had like recoveries and like yes, like bro. tackles and stuff. Like for the past like, like, four games. But he does it sneaky. He just like nobody notices him because he's slow. And then somebody's in the midfield. He just comes from behind and just like sticks a foot in, <laughs> you know. But but I had said that at the beginning of the year. Remember, we were like. I think I got some some kickback saying that that's not what he does. He doesn't run late into the box. And I said he's going to have to because we need goals. And he's been making late runs. All of a sudden, Sasha Kleshton turned into Frank Lampard. He's coming in late into the box and making stuff happen. So who's your dud? Or what's um, a, or your stud, Sasha? I'll, I'll, Dom's, the, Dom's the stud, but Sasha, he's getting that shout-out, man. He's, All right, shout-out to Sasha. Yeah, he's he's got he's earned that, man. That dude's and who's he's your been dud? nice. Give me uh, your dud. dud I don't think anybody played. Honestly, I honestly don't feel anybody no. played bad. Nobody played bad. Yeah, um, sorry. Like I said, you could complain about set set piece defense, whatever. Um, but no, no one's no individual really played bad, and that's probably the first time I can say that through an entire game. There's usually always somebody. Because <laughs> even in the Philadelphia game, there was holes. You know, the week yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, guys, speaking of that, I mean, their defense. Um, Except for the set pieces held up pretty well. And then we had a – do we have a new development on the defense? Is that going to be a permanent thing? Will Johnson, a right back? I don't know. Well, let me give you my stud and dud. Never bypass that. Yeah, I guess not. Does he deserve to be dropped when uh, no. these people come back? No, no. no. I, I, absolutely not. Well, is it just because the midfield is better without him, with Higita and Yoshi? It's win That's part of our best 11, I think. It's yeah, he's, he's got to be on there. Yep. He's got to be. Fair enough. Sorry. I think two guys. All right, so my stud would be the little Ronaldo uh, Mueller, my man crush, of course. I think this kid's going to be phenomenal. Um, Dom, definitely, but if I was to pick Dom, it's every week. So uh, definitely Mueller. uh, Phenomenal kid. I mean, at his age, doing what he's doing, and like we said, I mean, give it two years or three. he's, he's, He's going Europe. He's bound to Europe. If he continues the way he's playing in, in, U- in U.S. national team, stay here in America, pay the man, and let him be a, a legend. Legend, hey, yeah, right. I agree. American what? legend. Be a big fish in a little pond. Yeah, just don't pay. cross the pond to be a little fish across the pond. pond. You have three, score sense, right? three goals, and you're already getting over jiffified on the on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter, I, I made like Twitter six street. myself. <laughs> just I mean, myself. Come on, man! Imagine if you had three hundred goals in a yeah. And your your mom's here. To, your mom liked all of them. So. <laughs> Shout out to Leanne Mueller. Yes, yeah, Leanne Mueller. She loved them all. Yeah. And I thought uh, it's true. she it is true. <laughs> hey, Chris liked us something yeah, too. Yeah, Chris liked us too. <laughs> too yeah. yeah. So uh, awesome. And then um, my dud would be uh, the ball boy. We're up 3-0, and he gave the ball too quickly to uh, Bendik. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of that. I told my <laughs> brother about how you told my him. My dad is a 12-year-old he... ball boy. Yeah, my dad got a free yeah. T-shirt. Get it together, kids. And yeah. uh, Bendik yelled. I don't care how many le- reward points you get. <laughs> and Bendik yelled at the kid, and uh, the kid just turned red and didn't know what to do. So uh, that's my dad. Next time, don't throw the ball too quick on the field. Let it take some time. I, I was totally to thinking of that. How, yeah, I said how he purposely kicked it the other way yeah. and played dumb. <laughs> I told my brother, watch this. And, uh, yeah, that's funny. So that's my dad. So, hey, guys, watch out, ball boys. You're going to get called out by JJ. <laughs> Let's uh, listen to Dom Dwyer real quick on uh, what he has to say. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, I feel like I'm gaining fitness. Uh, I'm still not fully there yet. Uh, 
you know, just starting to feel better every week, really. Um, you know, slowly hitting stride, um, starting to, yeah, just body starting to feel a little better. Um, we're not fully there yet, but, um, you know, fast improvement. All right. All right, so that was Dom talking about the game. And, of course, he made his 100th goal. Um, now we're going to go into uh, writer's take. Uh, Alex, our editor of Orlando Lions Den, a podcast on lionsden.com, who gives his take every week here on the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Here he is. Alex Ryder. Hey, gang. Welcome to another edition of Writer's Takes. I, first off, just want to say that having been at the stadium this week for the match, the mood and the overall look in the wall was incredible, especially with two celebrations, one from... Chris Mueller and another from Sasha Kleschen right in front of the supporters, which really gilded a great and overall optimistic response, not just from the supporters, but from critics who had been previously saying that a lot of fans were being down on the team. I think that that is going to be repaired and that this negativity especially the negativity that was discussed in various places last week and weeks prior is very much going away but let's also hope that when we're on a losing streak we can get rid of that now to the match itself having re-partaken of the match not in a delirious state I gotta say the outcome of this match at least in the first 75 minutes was overwhelmingly positive again Jason Christ goes with the 4-2-3-1 opting to place Will Johnson at right back as a starter and to have Christian Higita join in again bringing an incredible dynamic duo that we didn't see coming this season in the likes of Christian Higita and Yoshi Yotun. This dynamic duo created chances all night with Higita in being the enforcer he has always been, albeit keeping his nose clean, which was great to see. Meanwhile, Yoshi was getting in balls that were allowing the upper echelon of the pitch, the same as we've seen in previous weeks, to push the ball in. I mean, that ball from Sasha to Mueller for the first goal. Incredible goal. And then Mueller's selflessness to allow Sasha to score was very mature i've said it all before in the slack i'll say it again it's a mature decision we did get gassed at the end that was partially because we brought we weren't able to bring in anybody on the back four and the back four was clearly tired and it looked like bringing in yuri while it wasn't his fault definitely ruined the dynamic that had taken place throughout the match i'm sure yuri It was good to see him, but we didn't get to see much of him. So, good to see him back. Good to know that we have that depth. Looking at the men of the match, I've got to say that 
your stud is obviously Chris Mueller with a goal and an assist and the overall ignition. He's this young fireball that not only brings out the best in the team, but the best in the supporters as well. Definitely, without question, goes to him. The dud more than likely will go to the fitness of the back four trying to prevent those two goals at the end of the match. We were just gassed. We couldn't defend the set pieces at the end, and it gave us something to improve on, but it was still an overall great outcome. And I've seen a lot of players. Chris Mueller said that they and said that he was happy to have done what he did with that pass. 100% clear goal, as you've already heard. But Kreis also said, yeah, we can still get better. And I'm, I'm glad to see that even when it was a loss. He was pleased with the outcome, but he knows what needs to be done. And I definitely think that that's a good way to look at it going forward. Now, looking forward to our next match this Sunday against the likes of the Colorado Rapids, a Tim Howardless Colorado Rapids, albeit. I, I hesitate to say that this is going to be another dominant match, however, because of Colorado's record at home. This is a team that just two weeks ago beat Toronto FC two to zero at home albeit Toronto was exhausted having just come off of a Champions League match earlier in the week but it doesn't change the fact that they are dominant at home having also blanked Philly I don't think we're going to get blanked would appear from the way we've been playing the high octane high goal scoring play we have had and the eight days of rest, albeit having to travel to the higher altitude, that we are going to score against Colorado, and we're not going to walk out of there without points. But I think, but all signs point to this being a two-to-two draw with goals. Again, I'm going to say it until it happens, and he gets off of his slump, including the poor PK that was just so unlucky. Justin Merrim scores, and I think Chris Mueller can't stay away from the net. I think he gets the second goal, and we get a 2-2 draw against Colorado. I have made quite the long speech, so I will ask my question and then turn it back over to you guys. My question is, with this win streak of four matches in a row, who do you guys think deserves the most credit? Dom Dwyer for coming back and winning four in a row since his return. Chris Mueller for being ignited and scoring and assisting. Jason Kreis for his tactile changes. Or the fans for sticking with this club. Have a great show, guys, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. My answer to that is Dom Dwyer. Leon, who's your, your answer? Mine kind of goes in. T- it's it's hard to say because Dwyer and and uh, and the tactic changes came at the same time. Um, I don't imagine he was planning on running a four two three one, 
because I, why wouldn't you have done that at the beginning? So um, we had less we had less, per, less personnel to run a successful diamond in the beginning. So. Yeah, Will Johnson said we ran a diamond because that's all that's the, the personnel we had. That doesn't make that, any it sense. It made no sense. No we sense. had no. So strikers. like, wait, we don't have one forward. You know what that meant? They didn't trust Pino or Miram or Mueller to be the sole striker. That's all that means. The reason me. we switched to the four-two-three-one is because he had pressure. Right? Everybody, had fans, pressure. Alex Leitao oh, showing up and yeah, practice. I agree with that. He had pressure. And, no, and thanks to that MLS. switch, com even. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Charlie Davis's article. Yeah, thanks to that switch that's giving Yoshi's looking fantastic. Like he does play great. Um, um, what's it called? Um, Miram and and Mueller in their natural positions, and Dom Dom's always played as one striker. So it's been I think great. I yeah. think it was the pressure. Pressure. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of you know. So he we'll, was on the hot seat. Yeah. So we'll give it. So I'm not gonna give him. Like I'll put him third. Dom being here because Dom's just been so good. I don't even care what shape we were in. He's just on a, on a tear. And then the fans for making the pressure, which created the tactile, the tactic switch. So that's what I say. And I'll throw one out there. I mean, Sasha Kleshin has been fantastic, like Cleon just said, since he got in. He had the first game at New York City, which it was it was 25 degrees, no Dom Dwyer. It was it was a one-off. You know, he had a tough game getting adjusted. But since then, uh, him and Dom Dwyer have been absolutely fantastic together. So uh, I think it's a combination of a bunch of different things. Everything seems to be clicking right now. And at the end of the day, you might hear a big gasp out of Eddie here, but that's got to go back to the coach. I mean, Jason Crisis has made the proper adjustments. He got hounded to do so. He I got. I don't know you anymore, Alex. He was. He, we were all breathing right down his neck. And yeah. you know, I hate to say I told you so, or that we were right. But hey, we were right. You know. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't listen to your fans for everything to make all your decisions. But this was just obvious that the personnel fit this formation. Just not not a diamond. That I, I think if and personally, guys, what do you guys think about this? I think if Igita stays in his form. And everything, even with Yuri back, you know, he it's a lot to, to take out play, um, people in their best positions right now, like Yoshi. Yoshi doesn't make that deep pass if he's on the left side of a diamond or the right side. I agree. Right? And um, just to, to upend all of that just to try the diamond one more time, I think the diamond might be pushed back a little bit. Yeah. I'll, for, for me, I'll say I'm going to have to give credit to the shape, the shape change because going back and thinking – I mean, Dom was here last year, and we did see him in the two striker set. Yeah, good point. It doesn't, he doesn't With look like Laren. the same. He doesn't, even, too, yeah. he doesn't even look like the same player. Nope, not at all. He doesn't look like the same player at all. That's like his, it looks like it's his year. front yard, and he's like, ain't nobody touching this. Exactly. That yeah, whole box, sure. exactly. the whole box. Like he knows this is Dom's team yeah. right now, you know? And don't uh, fix something if it's not broken. Right now, everything's going good. Yeah, we might and not it, see so. the diamond again until maybe another – we shouldn't see mid season. We shouldn't see it. We shouldn't see it. And if Higuita starts going down, we got Yuri. I mean, I know that they want him to play with this diamond, but you still could play Yuri at, you know, on that yeah. position. I mean, yeah, yeah. all it does is give you two guys that can pass from that yeah. position. Yeah, yeah. As, one, a, so. as great as Higuita's been, he doesn't have the passing range Yuri's supposed to he have. He doesn't need it though. And he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need it, but it'll give us two options. So um, let me ask you. Let me ask you this real quick. Sure. Will Johnson. Yeah. Sutter. And R.J. Allen. Uh-huh. I mean, R.J. There's Allen's no fine. R.J. Allen's fine now, and he's still on the bench, and yeah. Johnson's getting the start. Uh-huh. Sutter comes back healthy. Doesn't matter. Johnson starts or, jo- or Sutter? Johnson's out right. broke. Don't yeah. fix it. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it should be Johnson and Sutter second, and then R.J. Okay. Allen just, you know, just he can play against Mavardi on Sundays or whatever. And you look at the <laughs> 11 names. <laughs> 
When oh you, my God! When you look at the Shima, I mean, no, 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 that's, no, that's what we do. Do you guys know that? That Shima. on Saturday and Sundays after a match, the day after we 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 do like scrimmages against Sima at the the mm-hmm. Lake uh, Sylvan. Yeah. Look, I'll for real. Will, with Will okay, Johnson, yeah, I, 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 yeah that's if, where if, that's where Jose Villarreal is. He's a real a, person. If you put eleven the eleven <laughs> names on the starting sheet, <laughs> I think the one with Will Johnson and and over Sutter is going to be the best eleven. I mean, he helps yeah. you put towards your best eleven. I'd rather yeah. have. Will Johnson out there than Sutter or Allen, especially when you throw in the fact that I can get a guy like Yuri or Higita in there instead. Yeah. You that, know, I mean that midfield is is real deep in those spots now with those those three, and um, and you know um, and they could all they could all play defense too, right? So one of them, each of them, could be a defensive mid if needed, sort of sort of thing. This is addition or whatever sub, addition by subtraction. Taking Mil, Will out of the midfield makes the midfield better. Because we could play them, and then even though Will maybe doesn't can provide as many crosses, we're not we don't need to do that. Um, and our four wins, only one the yeah, Portland game, which we barely escaped with a win, is the only time we ex- we exceeded ten crosses. This match was our lowest, seven crosses, and we were in control offensively more than ever in that first half. Nine against Red Bulls, nine against Philly. So we don't need Scott Sutter's crosses, and Will Johnson sitting back is working, and we're not overlapping as much. So I think Will Johnson yeah. even more so should stay. And going and going back to going back to um, like having the passing, the long range passing sixes. I don't think that's that was a, that was the thing for those guys were brought in for the diamond. Yes, you know sure. what I mean? Those long passes. So mm-hmm. when when you got the two back there, I mean you don't need you don't he yeah. doesn't need to do that. You just need. But even even Yuri comes back, even if he get a, you know he gets his. Eventually he'll get his yellow card accumulation, and Yuri <laughs> yeah, Yuri will get his, and, yeah. and Yuri's going to get his shot. Yeah. Um, even when he does that. It's he's just he's gonna have to play the same way he, he just playing that, that's for the true. most part where he's just sitting back, connecting passes like the Yoshi or whoever's on that other side. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who's now responsible for that long passing. Yeah, I think you're right, and Yuri's known to be that metronome and that that high pressing percentage, right? That you don't you're not the metronome by bombing shots all over, you know, uh, diagonal passes all over. It's just clean, keep the ball moving, and that'd be great. And that gives us an option where we have a short guy who could be the metronome like Higita and Yuri. And then the deep passes, and if it's Agita and Russell, then Russell be, becomes a deep pass guy. So we have options. Russell, not Russell. Russell. Yes, Russell. 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 All right, guys, let's go to our uh, hotline Americano. takes. Hotline takes, <laughs> and here is the Apollo Kid from Twitter. Let's hear him what he has to say. First non-Hispanic to call. Thank hey, you. Orlando Lyons, it's your boy Chris at Apollo Kid on Twitter. So I think MLS, Adidas, and Parley knocked it out of the park with these awesome Earth Day jerseys that they made this past weekend. Uh, we're now undefeated in them. I wish we had the opportunity to wear them more. But I was wondering, if you had to pick one different material to make the jerseys out of instead of recycled plastic bottles, what would it be? Thanks so much. I would talk about how things are, but they're all good, and that's all I care about right now. City. Uh, all right. Orlando. So if you guys had to do one of these parlay shirts, right, and it wouldn't have to be with plastic bottles, what would it be? Me would be a cardboard box. Make it out of cardboard box. That sounds comfortable. Good luck with that. <laughs> what would you do there, Cleon? <laughs> would it be cardboard? Yeah. <laughs> What's your answer, Cleon? Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. going old school. You're, you're going like to recycle wool. cotton, huh? Recycled cotton. <laughs> recycled. We're just going wool like the old school. What about kids. you, Eddie? 
Oh, me, I think we should, you know, um, make it out of Waffle House um, to-go trays after we beat Atlanta in a couple weeks. Some styrofoam? styrofoam. Yeah, styrofoam, styrofoam Waffle kits. House styrofoam kits. Recycle mm. them into something useful. Yeah, I mean, I like the, <laughs> the thing for the oceans. They do it on Earth Day every every year. Uh, I agree with Chris uh, that the jerseys were, were awesome. I'm glad we got the the, bl- uh, the gray or black ones compared to the white ones. I would have been really yeah. disappointed if we got just another white kit. Yeah, for sure. Um but uh, they were really cool jerseys, uh, really nice thing for, for MLS to do, and maybe they'll set the precedent. Maybe other leagues around the, the world will, uh, will start to follow. Start following. All right, let's hear David Valentin with what he has to say from the hotline. Hey, guys, this is uh, David. I have to ask you guys, are you tired of winning? I am not. I am super surprised of this magnificent run. Uh, last Saturday was probably the best game I've seen Orlando City play in a very, very long time. It reminded me of how good this team was in USL. But uh, I, you have to, you can't ignore two facts. Christian Higuita is good. Um, no yellows. Second game in a row that that has happened. The guy owns the midfield. Um, in the stats, the man is uh, is a born again player. It's it's fantastic. I, I I can't say enough of the guy. But the big surprise this season to me has been uh, Chris Cash Mueller. This kid, uh, which we got in the draft, uh, nothing much was expected of him, and he is becoming a fan favorite at the games you see. Number seventeen jerseys everywhere. And if you have, if you remember in the offseason, Coleman was the guy that was built up to be the number 10. He was given the jersey. They make a big to do about it. They paid a ton of money for the kid. Um, they, you know, they, they made a big deal about him, him getting Kaka's number. And, uh, Mueller has basically said, not on my watch. Coleman is now a nothing more than a 10 minute sub. Nobody even knows he's in the team. And Mueller is just getting all the praise. So I'm amazed how this game is so unpredictable where the people that we thought were going to be the stars are just subs, and those guys that we knew nothing about are the stars. Talk to you guys later. Go City. Go City. That was David Valentin. Thanks, David. Thank you, David. Clear. Well, you know, I wasn't surprised. I've been saying it the whole time. No Higuita, no party. (laughs) Mo Higuita, Mo party. Amen. I've been saying it. Um, Taylor Twum is the on guy, the, the train too now. You saw that? A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people know, man. It's like not hard to, to see. It's obvious. No, it, he. A lot of people. What and Higita's one of those polarizing players, and there's a lot of players like that, where people focus so much on what the player can't do, mm-hmm. than what they do really well in the game. That yeah. he does really, really, well. really well, and no one else on the team really does that. Yeah, okay. like I mean. It's like I said it before about like even his passing and stuff like that. No, he doesn't have high range of passing stuff like that. But you know, people they'll see him make one really bad turnover, mm-hmm. and it just looks horrible. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he can't pass." I'm. I've said it. I've said it. I've been saying it this whole time. The guy he has the highest completion percentage, and he always does for us. And just like this year, the same thing. He that's what he does. He connects passes. He holds onto the ball well. He draws a he yes he does foul people. That's his job. 
You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. that's what he's supposed to do. He's an enforcer. He's supposed to stop people. You're not supposed to let all that time we were complaining in the first few games. Oh, people's coming straight through the middle. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's as soon thing, like as in, soon as he came in, it's gone. If you only had right. two thousand basketball as we're sitting here watching the game, you know, and, and a guy dribbles down the middle, LeBron James is dribbling down the middle of the uh, down the paint. Yeah. Hack you're going to just let him come in there? You're going to hack him. You're going to yeah. tell yeah. him, hey, I'm going to be here next time you come in here. You know what I mean? And it's the same exact – it's the same thing with Higuita. I mean, he's he has to do – if he gets when if he gets a yellow card, I don't even bat an Who eye. Who yeah. yeah, To me, he's exactly. expected to get a yellow card. If you card. get two yellows, it's a problem. Job. You get one, it's whatever. How can you be the enforcer and not foul at times, right, and get some yellow cards? Look at the best in, um, D- DMs in the league, Kyle Beckerman, right? Diego um, Oz- Chara. Diego Chara. Diego Chara's a yellow card machine. Um, Ozzy Alonso, yep. he gets, he, at least twice a year, he gets suspended for yellow card accumulation. What Higuita's doing now is not being dumb about it. He's not taking someone's legs out in the first minute. He, he's, he's being resourceful. If someone's got a breakaway, pull their, pull their shirt, get a yellow. Take them out, you know, scare them a little bit. That's what good defensive midfielders and forcers do. So a lot of the fine. things that they've been talking about with Jason Christ has been talking about Higuita is that it's just been his attitude. I mean, Jason Christ expects him to get yellow cards for his tackles, for what he does on the pitch. I don't want to see Higuita getting yellow card for dissent just because yes. he goes, he, he gets upset about a bad call or he doesn't get a yeah. call go his way. That's a waste of a yellow card. Yeah. You're going to get a yellow card because you hack the guy from behind on a, on a promising attack. That's fine. But. To get a yellow card for dissent, we can't afford that. Yeah, and then and then even beyond that, even when you're not getting directly getting a yellow card for dissent, when you're constantly in the ref's face, chewing at him, chewing at him, chewing at him, give it to you. he's 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 literally waiting to give you that next card. That's true. You know what I mean? He's not going to be as lenient next time, mm-hmm. and that has been a difference so far mm-hmm. that we notice. He he does seem to be a lot calmer. Um, yeah. You know, he just he gets called for the foul. He's just been getting up and walking away. Um, something my dad says a lot when he watches games here. My dad's not American, but when he watches games here um, in the stadium, he's like, why do they get so excited about yellow cards? Like even uh, like for at our home games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, when the other it's, team it's, gets it's, them. Yeah, when the other team gets them. He's like, or gets so upset when somebody gets one yep. for our team. Because he's, he's like – it doesn't matter. He's like, it doesn't matter if you get a card unless you're, unless you're getting a second one. Yep. It's not like you're getting thrown out the game. So I don't know why people make such a big deal if Higuita or anybody, any of those types of players get yellow cards. Like, who cares? It yeah. doesn't make a difference. They call it yeah. a professional foul for yeah. a reason. Yeah. When, when he go. gets that accumulation, it's not like it's one thing if they sub you out in the middle of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when, you, when you have to sit out because of accumulation, it's, you know, it's during a – it's during the week. And well, it's like basketball. Else is there. Basketball, you whatever. get a technical foul. Yeah. You know, that's a warning, basically. Yeah, you go for a free throw or whatever it is. Uh-huh. But it's a warning. You're not getting ejected out of the game. But guess what? Now the referee is going to pay attention because the coach or the player was arguing with the referee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you got a technical foul. Now I'm going to see what what he's saying. You know, yeah, he was hitting him or whatever. All right. Let's go to our Twitter questions. What do you have there, Eddie? I have a question from uh, my buddy here, Jake Turnent. Turnent, sorry, I was mispronouncing his name before. It's Turnent. He asks us, do you think we're going to go into the market for a young European goalkeeper on loan to give Bendix some competition? And he specifically mentioned someone JJ probably knows, that there's a young Portuguese guy in the Man United system. So what do you guys think? Pereira, well, he won't go come to the MLS. No. No. Not on loan? It, not on loan. He'll go to Portugal first before he comes to the MLS. He's young. 
He's going to be actually a good goalkeeper, and Mourinho might even save him for uh, Man U after De Gea. Wow. So uh, De on that, I don't think, or De Gea, Gea, what is it? De Gea. De Gea, De Gea, De Gea. Touche, buddy. Uh, whatever. Got your back. De Gea. De Gea. De Gea or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> the Gia Pet. But, no, I don't think, uh, especially not uh, – a Pereira. No, Joel but Pereira. You, you think that's just a good like, concept that do we need to get? No. Do you upgrade his backup? No, I mean, like, you got Earl you Edwards' got, backup. You got, I mean, you got Earl. Bendix backup. Yeah. You got Earl and you got, what is it, Gruen's, well, Gruen's the, the redheaded guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ginger. Well, I, I, I agree that it's always good to bring in competition. I just, that's, I don't think you, you go and bring in young internationals at that position. Yeah. Like, Americans – with soccer, that's the one thing we are good at is developing developing keepers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you keep bringing guys in. You can, you know, if you sign somebody cheap, it's whatever. Yeah. Um. But I, as far as bringing in some high price young, yeah, Euro, I, I, no, yeah, I no think way. the idea of the loan was so it's not high price, and he, he, you know, not everyone's as convinced. Bendik hasn't been as good as he normally is, you know. And like Alex had hinted at before and mentioned before, not really he doesn't have much pressure for his position. So it's always good to have a little. Firing it up, but that's what he, 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 I guess he was referencing. And we also have another question here from, um, um, from Lee, one of our buddy who was here last week. And, uh, this is, uh, his questions. They were good. They were deep. Man, Lee, you got us here. Now, question number one Do you see any positions that need to be addressed in the summer transfer? Right back. Right back. Right back. Right back. <laughs> That's I think we're sure. all uh, agreeing on that. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, Sutter, Allen, or Will. I mean, Will and Sutter are old, and Allen's mediocre. Even you know, it's we we just need right. to, to have Let that as good as our left the, side. If we got a guy like Mohamed El Munir, yeah, left, exactly, that's right. We would be favored to win every. And game. we have we have yeah. youth in other positions. Igita, Yuri, they're young. Mueller, Coman, right? We have we have we have um, Dom's young. These things like that. We need some some youth and up and coming uh, talent on that right hand side. All right, next question. Yeah, do you think uh, Yuri Higita midfield will be best to stop teams like Atlanta? They're more defensive-minded, I guess, than a Higita-Yoshi combo. What do you guys think? I think Yoshi's the best guy. I mean, Yoshi's going to be in there every game. Yeah. I think that, that Yuri will not uh, – Yoshi will not be coming out. If anybody's coming out, it's going to be Higita, which – Especially against an Atlanta-style team, you get to play in a bunch of uh, South American, Central American-style players. I don't see Agita coming out whatsoever against a guy like. So that. you're saying he's no. asking, he's asking Yuri and Agita playing together. It's yeah, because they're so, both more and, defensive. They're more and like sixes. Both taking of them. Yoshi out. I guess so. No, no, I don't, don't see that. Uh, you don't take Yoshi I, out. I get what he's saying. He's saying that we're going to have more defensive setup because of their counterattack. No, no. I my issue with that play is, to win the game. My, yeah, if yeah. if your if your game plan is to try to hold Atlanta scoreless or something, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. So you if you wanna if you wanna pull out a draw or beat them, you have to put goals on the board. That's that's it's very 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 rare you're gonna beat Atlanta in a one to nothing or two to nothing game. And you saw what Yoshi like meant that. to our goals this past yeah, year. You can't, you can't, yeah, too so I mean, you can't take him out. I agree. I, I don't think uh, – I think he, I think Atlanta's – back in Europe also. So he plays defense. Yeah, yeah. He, he That's true. A good point. I, I think that's just uh, – that. I, I think I even no matter what lineup we put, it's going to be hard to keep Atlanta from scoring at least two goals. So let, let's just try to outscore them. And Yoshi's very important to the offense. So I would say 
I say let's just let's just try to win five to four or something like that. And then last question is when Specs get gets healthy, <laughs> do you start him? Maybe he's Ooh. our right back. Ooh. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be shocked to see it at all uh, at this point. We've had such inconsistencies at right back. Um, Will Johnson can't deliver a ball in. I mean, he's not going to deliver good crosses. The way we're playing, you don't really have to. Like, yeah, like Eddie said, mm-hmm. we don't really need that. I mean, personally, I think ever since last year, I've been saying Will Johnson should be the right back since he started well last year. Uh, when Spectre gets back, I mean, he's the captain. So you got to see him sliding in there. Like we've said on the cast week after week, we're, we act like it's a problem to have three great center backs. I mean, they are all going to get ample playing time. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. They're all they're, right now. We're all sitting here. We we got our thumbs twiddling because we got one game a week, but it will not be long until we Is got it, two and three games a week, and you'll be th- you'll be praising the heavens that we got three really really yeah, good. Yeah, because backs. I mean, you're going to have to give Sane a break so Specter can come in. You and can't you can't protect Tariq. back line for you 270 can't. minutes in a week. Yeah, yeah those guys get, get, nicked, get and those guys get nicked up so much, man. Yeah. Like they're just rotating yeah. naturally right now. Yeah, you exactly. don't want them to get they tired hurt. and get, they get hurt. hurt so and much. We have so many right backs. I'd rather just just have the depth at the center back and have those three rotate and and uh, I, if if it was me, I would put Specter back in over Amro. I think Sane's got the notch over Amro. Amro doesn't deserve to be dropped. He's been excellent. It's been a revelation. I mean, in a, just an out of nowhere signing. And uh, you know, lock him up, man. Give him whatever you know. Give he'll him some money. Get, even, but he'll still get plenty of minutes like that way. You're going to get plenty of minutes. Exactly, he'll get plenty of minutes. And uh, Specter's the captain. I, I think Specter's. I still give him the edge over Amro. And yeah, I'd put Specter in. Um, I put him back in to start. I agree. And then, now we had a, I had asked on Twitter under Orlando Lions Den account who, who people thought man of the match was. So we got a couple of shots from Mueller, of course, right? Um, like from Patty Floyd, and then we we got some some interesting. Hey, <laughs> and then we had um, we had our our buddy here, uh, Mr. Big Deal, uh, Mr. Baz. Yeah, he had mentioned Yoshi. He said a lot of the offenses come right through him. Right through. And uh, he's he's uh, he's right about that. I'm, Yoshi's finally getting some of the attention he's due. He's been he's been fantastic, and we got Moraima um, agreeing with him too. And hey, Greg. Yeah, yeah. and um, um, and I want to say something too about the game. We, Moraima, me, and her husband, we had talked about how Igita hadn't even done the finger wag to the manager to the to the you know he does the little hand. Oh yeah, and you don't know what he wants that. to say. You read his lips. It's not. This is a children's podcast. Um, he hadn't done that to like the you know like right before he got subbed. So I'm super proud of him, and uh, I'm glad that yeah, I'm proud of you, buddy. Way to go. And um, um, Yoshi's getting his due, and he's he's been he's been fantastic, which goes back to that question. Yoshi is a must start. Like most, you write the the eleven. Yoshi's in permanent marker. That's it. You go from there. Yoshi Colorado Dom. preview. All right, let's go on with the Colorado preview, guys. Oh yeah, and, one last question. Oh, one last my, question. My dad. Well, oh, he talked right. about the schedule. He he left a uh, message to talked about the schedule. What do you think we do with this grueling schedule coming up here in June? And Alex has been been forewarning that the whole season. Like, what do you think? What do we do? How do we cope with it? Collect points. That's what you do. You get points when you can get them. Uh, you got to capitalize at home. This is where other people don't understand. And if you really think about it, this is where coaching comes into play. This is where it. The great coaches separate themselves from the mediocre coaches. And when you have so many games coming up, when, you know, maybe you have a Monday game or a, a, a Saturday or Sunday game and then a Wednesday game on the road and then Sunday you're at home, you know, who are you going to play on that Wednesday game? You're really going to be taking it off, kind of really looking to capitalize at home mm-hmm. the following the following couple of days? Or, yeah, that's true. You know, we have a couple of those uh, those instances taking, uh, taking effect. 
Um, in July, we're in L.A. just as many times as we are in Orlando. I'll continue to say that until we get past that stretch. Um, I mean, with the, with the schedule coming up, it's going to be great to have depth. You're going to see a lot of Amro, Spectre, and um, Sané. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of Yuri, Higita, and Yoshi, Yoshi, and Will Johnson in the yeah. midfield. You're going to see a lot of Will Johnson, R.J. Allen, and yeah. Sutter at right back. Yeah, maybe Pino gets a start one day at striker or something that's like it. that. You're, you're going to see a lot of rotation. And in years past, we haven't had that rotation, and that's why we go on six, seven, eight-game slumps in the mid in the middle of the season. and. Uh, that is going to be the primary focus, picking up points. You know, it's okay to lose one. It may be okay to lose two in a row if you're on the road. But that third game, you know, you want to make sure that you gather points. You can't go three, four games without points in this league. Yeah, and since we didn't pick up that many points at home at the beginning, road points are pretty crucial. But you look at Toronto last year, they looked like on road, they were, as a road team, they were amazing. They won seven games on the road. If you win three or four and you, you hand yourself at home, you're a playoff team. Yep. So let's start that this week with Colorado. So. What like do you guys LAFC, have for preview? There's a good chance LAFC is already a playoff team because they have 12 points on the road. Yeah, exactly. And then they got four at, four at home in a row. So, yeah. Okay. So, speaking of road, what, what do you guys have for Colorado preview? I'll be there. All right. Uh, Alex has got the roaming lion again. What do you call you it? You want to go first? There, yeah, Alex? I'll be there. I'm excited. I make the Colorado trip every time we go out there. It's my favorite place to visit. Uh, the wife loves it. She'd move it out. She'd move out there if uh, if we didn't have jobs or Orlando City. <laughs> uh, but... I think uh, it's a really tough place to get results. I mean, I've been out there. It's the altitude is no joke. Uh, you know, I've I do you know just some, even like a little minor hike. You know, I mean, in, in, in one of the areas in the national parks, and you're gasping for air. So these guys, uh, it's no no small task going out there and playing in the altitude. Uh, two years ago, we went out and zero zero draw, um, got a point. We've never lost to Colorado. We're two, two wins and one draw, no losses. Uh, I expect that to continue. I do indeed. Uh, I, can, I think that we will tie. I think it will be a one-to-one draw. I think the winning streak does end, but the undefeated streak continues. Uh, so I think it will be a one-to-one draw. A point is great on the road in Colorado, especially against a Western Conference foe. I'll take the point. It's a win. I like that, too. Ooh, short I can easily simple. see it happening. Yeah. It's a win. Oh, okay. What's the score? Nothing? Us more, them less. Oh, okay. All right. Great. All right. Okay, fair. I, I think, jeez, uh, I, 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 I keep calling for, like, clean sheets, but man, that set-piece stuff has me kind of worried, and Colorado's got all those big, like, Viking guys. Um, so I, I'm going to say 2-1. to one. We get a, a second goal, a late goal. Um, I'm not going to pick Merrim or Sané again. As your jinx is, I say Dwyer scores again, and then um, we get a, a the Cash. You know, that boy's been everywhere, like Johnny Cash, and uh, I think he scores, and then uh, we give up a goal uh, and a set piece again. and uh, But we pull it out, and, um, yeah, three points on the road. That'll set us up real nice, especially with the tough schedule coming up. If we get three points on the road here, you're going to fully expect to get a three points against RSL at home. Mm-hmm. That's six in a row, and then – you got You're talking about going to Atlanta with a six-game winning streak. So or Atlanta comes here. Yeah, or yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta coming here. here with the yeah. six-game winning streak on on the line. Uh, if we pull a draw, maybe a battle. Maybe a battle for first place at that time. Not, not much better than that. Yeah, fantastic. Great national well, television. Um, what do you got, JJ? I got you know the last two home games. Orlando's beaten uh, Colorado two nil. You know, like Alex said, it was a tie. Uh Man, they have—they're tough at home. Um, Colorado is. They've uh, 
basically in their last seven home matches, they're undefeated. So uh, I'm going to go on the wild side. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Orlando wins. Oh. And it's going to be another nice goal uh, galore. Four to two. Wow. Orlando wins. Wow. That'll and make up for the dud that I saw two years ago in Colorado at 0-0. Zero, zero. I mean, traveled 2,000 miles four for to that. Four to two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes up for the scoreless game that you went to. Yeah. The goals, uh, you get a brace from Dom. Wow. Little Ronaldo scores one. And then I think I think Pino finally hits a goal. Nice. Yeah, Pino's yeah. been close. I, do, I love the Colorado game, too, just because it's uh, you get a big contingent coming out. So, you know, when you go like New York City, like it's you almost feel like, the players don't even recognize you. That you know, yeah. that, that players actually or that fans actually travel and they care that much because there's only like 20 of you there. Uh, but last time I went out to Colorado, there was maybe 200 people there, and I think they expect probably more this time. So is it just because it's Colorado, or why did everybody go? goes to Breckenridge afterwards or before or whatever? The Rocky Mountain High. That's I think that that probably has something to do with it. But let's go skiing. Uh, weather's going to be great, and and the flights are cheap. I mean, it's only like 140 bucks round trip. So nice. I mean, it's wow. a no no brainer if you if you have a few extra bucks and some time to take off. It's probably one of the better road trips that you can have. Um, and, you know, the boys will be the, – the players, the boys will be – they'll know that we're there. Last time we were there, we were louder than Colorado supporters. Yeah, you can hear it on TV big time so for sure. So it'll be the same thing again uh, this time. And and hopefully J.J.'s right and they'll they'll feed off our energy and lead us to 4-2. That'd be – that'd leave for some good parties. All right, let's go real quickly on the standings before we uh, end our show. Uh, we got Sporting Kansas City in first place in the West with West. 17 <laughs> – Seventeen. We're playing the East. Yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll save that for but, a little bit. But hey, we're still fourth in the supporter shield, right? Fourth, uh, right? LAFC with twelve points in second. FC Dallas in third. The Galaxy in fourth. Real Salt Lake in fifth, and then sixth is Vancouver. Colorado is in eighth, or actually tied for seventh. So they're fighting for that uh, sixth spot. Here's the East, guys. NYCFC with 17 points, but they, have, but they have a game, game. more than uh, we do. Atlanta with 16, and then and us. to Arsenal. Orlando City with 13 points in third. New England with 11. Columbus with 11. Six places. The Red Bulls with Where's Philly? nine. I didn't hear Philly. Philly is four points behind uh, the sixth spot. Oh, Below in the line. The shield, the supporter shield. We are in fourth mm. place with 13 points. So, Sporting Kansas City is in first, and second is NYCFC. Both of them have a game more than us. So, guys, it's that time to say our goodbyes. Remember, you can follow us on OrlandoLionsDen.com and on Twitter on OrlandoLionsDen, at OrlandoLionsDen. And you can follow everybody else. Here Don't forget to show. call us and leave us messages yeah. and text messages. Eight five 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 two six lion. Lion, correct. Nice. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, rate and review, subscribe, the whole bit. Exactly. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, interacting. And Cleon, you got something to say? Oh yeah! Uh, shout out to Lion Nation and Anakin finally getting her uh, Anna meets Maram deal going. Hey, um, when, when can I meet little Ronaldo? Well, okay, can I do the same thing? Yeah, Should I go on, to, I go on Twitter sure and say? He's not, he's, I don't think it's going to work like that. Bro. It doesn't I think work. Mueller is pretty accessible. Is he? Okay. Yeah, I think, I think you're more in love with him, so they just yeah. want to you know, make sure. Yeah. Tone they might, it down a bit. 
maybe get yeah. a restraining order or something. Yeah, exactly. Last time I went to Colorado, I met the whole gang. It was it's one of the best stories of my entire life. Uh, we were staying in the same hotel as them, and it was the last day. It was after the game. We knew they were leaving, and uh, we're going down the elevator. We were on, like, the 15th floor. We're going down, and we knew the players were staying on, like, the 10th floor. And we stop on the 10th floor and the elevator down, and the elevator doors open up. I'm in a full elevator with luggage. They open up, and the whole team is standing right there waiting for the elevator. And the doors started to close again, and I couldn't – I had to – I opened the doors real quick. I, I was like, open, open, open. I left my luggage in the elevator. I just stepped out. The doors closed, and uh, Bendick <laughs> and – stairs and, or something? No, Bendick and a couple of the other players looked at me, and they're like, yeah, you know, you just left, like, your group and your bag in the in the elevator. I was like – yeah, but if I didn't come out here and take pictures with you guys, like I would really regret this for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I got like a cool selfie with them. Got to meet Kaka and uh, and everybody. It was uh, awesome. It's one of the better times. And Bendick told me that I had to pay for his fine because I made him late for the bus. So oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's still in the mail, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming one day, Joe. Don't worry. All right, guys. Well, it was great. Another uh, edition of Orlando Lions Den podcast. Thanks for listening, Go guys. Go City. Let's get up to no, get three no, more points. Mojita, no party. Mojita, mo party. Yeah, now it's Mojita. And, yeah. and cash rules. Everything that's around it. me. That's right, cash. Right, guys. Vamos, Orlando. Vamos. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com. 